Welcome to Never End the Intermission, where we talk about the next movie we'll be subjecting Tepper to. I'm your host, Ivan. I'm Chris. I'm Spencer. And I'm Tepper. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, we watched War Games. It's a good time. It was sick. It was a very good movie. Uh, I'm pretty sure Spencer brought that one. Correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that yes, sounds that right. Correct. Yeah. I was going to say, this seems like a very Spencer movie. Um, it it was it was very good. Uh, has a whole bunch of things that I like in a movie. It's hard for me to like. It, it, it would be exceptional if I didn't like this movie. Yeah. It's too bad that when he flew away from Pterodactyl Island on the helicopter, he should have been in a tank. Then this would be your favorite movie. You guys way over exaggerate how much I like tanks. Helicopters are rad too. <laughs> if if you could if I could give you like behind door number one is your own personal helicopter and behind door number two is your own personal tank. What's what's your decision? Depends on the tank and depends on the helicopter. See that is that is the answer of a of a tank and helicopter. <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> Well, surely I have to see the specifics of the said tank and said helicopter. Yeah, I would. Stay mad. <laughs> if it's your favorite helicopter and your favorite tank, who wins out? That's a good one. Um, Refined question. Probably. Yeah, I'd probably take the tank. Yep. But, like, helicopters are rad, too. You can actually use a helicopter to do things, <laughs> but ah, but they're so expensive. Like, like the fueling costs for a helicopter would be just—I don't know. Like, it make me never want to use it. I mean, compared to the like practical economy yeah. of a tank. <laughs> I mean, I mean, tanks aren't great, but like, they're more reasonable than uh, more reasonable in fuel than a helicopter. Yeah. I think it. I think that depends on the model of helicopter and tank as yeah, well. You, you, you are also correct about that. I mean, obviously, yeah. Like if you said design, design me a tank that will use less fuel than any given helicopter. I assume there would be like MIT students who would rise to that challenge. But <laughs> it's like because like I know like an Abrams has a jet engine and like just yeah, destroys oh, oh, fuel. Fuck yeah, no, no. An Abrams would be like, no, I'd never be able to. I'd be able to turn that thing on for fifteen seconds and then um, I'd be out of money. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but like doing some like old World War Two era tanks would not be that bad. That's fair. Well, but you can. Um, one person. There are many helicopters one person can fly. I don't know that there are many tanks that have, can be crewed by one person. Um, mm. That's why I have friends <laughs> to, to crew my hypothetical tanks. Yes. You know, it's nice to know, but do you really think that you can trust your friends to control part of a tank? I would trust Chris. <laughs> Not sure about the rest of you guys. I'm only going to be in your tank if we're going killdozer and taking down the establishment. <laughs> Why else would I get a tank, Chris? All right. <laughs> okay, now I'm it's on. It's just what was behind tank. door number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if door number three was a killdozer, ooh, <laughs> heavy competition with the tank. Gotta say. Um, but uh, no, my. Uh, you guys like to turn me into this one-dimensional character, 
I like many things beyond uh, tanks. Tapper, Tapper, you have at least two dimensions. <laughs> I got way more than that. Oh, yeah? I mean, he has, oh, yeah. he has four dimensions if you go by his old blog post. <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, anime, media, games, and books? Things I like, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the fourth category. Yeah. Yep, it's... four categories of things. Yeah. Um, you'd said during the episode that there were a bunch of things that you wanted to like ruminate on. Have you have you uh has your opinion about this movie like fermented at all? Um If I did deep thinking on it, I've forgotten about it. Um <laughs> but you bringing it up has like jog like many of my thoughts during the episode i i think this is a very very good movie i think it captures its time period very very well um the like stresses and strain of living in a world like where two sides have um very destructive weapons pointed at each other and with many people feeling that it's like a, a life or death battle of we either win this or we die um, and like just the things like how the hacking works and like, oh, that's dogs. Um, and the, like the computers, the war room, like there's just, there's so many like great little, little things in this movie that firmly put it in a time period where like, yeah, like I, I don't think you could, I don't think you could, I wonder what, like what would... Actually, here's a question for you guys. What would you consider like a war games of our era? Like, like a, like a movie that captures a movie that's the stress, equivalent th- that a movie that captures the stresses and strains of our current time. End game. No. Well, we. It, it, I don't think. I think movies are basically garbage nowadays, and t- TV is the only thing that's good. But there, I can think of TV like we talked about it in the episode Stranger Things. Mm. Yeah, mm. which like but, it's a throwback, but it does go forward. But um, Watchmen, but, 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 from, but more so, from more so what this I mean year, is, is like, like like Stranger Things is just going like, what if we did the '60s again? And more so, what I'm saying is like, what is a movie that captures like now, like like our current post 9/11 world? To go with the television, uh, oh, I guess I guess like when you say the post 9/11 world, you probably mean like, like the, Mr. the Robot or militariness something? of it. Mr. Robot's a pretty good example. Um, yeah. Because I think Mr. Robot, in the same way that, like, War Games is, is so, like, Cold War-y, Mr. Robot mm. has a lot of the elements of, like, we are in a pseudo-post-national world of cyber warfare. And it's really hard to tell who's acting why and on whose behalf there's just so much like cloak and dagger to it and the idea that like one guy in an apartment in new york has has the same kind of uh peace moving power as like the head of the world's largest corporation and like a very high-ranking chinese diplomat because of the things that he they can all do with machines all around the world um this uh, also seems like 
I don't know if this is a crazy thing to say, but it feels like when this movie came out, when War Games came out, like culture was smaller or more cohesive. Like I think it's harder to nail the zeitgeist of what is going on. Yeah. With us For now. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Well, and I I think like um the internet is fast. Like memes live and die within days. Uh hey, remember that boy? Like remember like rage comics and shit like that like those are long dead or even like um uh what was it the ugandan knuckles like again a very flash fires um whereas i think like the beginning of the internet world things were moved slower culture wise if you want the real the probably real and depressing answer it's the emoji movie (laughs) that's just kind of the world now yeah watching this has really made me want to go on a spree of uh getting in hacker movies uh on this on this podcast i think it'd be good to do a couple back to back so we can just compare what they think hacking is so we gotta watch the core right i mean the core, the core has hacking. I wouldn't call it a hacking movie. A hacking yeah, movie. I, I know. This is one of my favorites. Like, because he like hacks the planet. Uh, yeah, I think we Michael, gotta watch Swordfish. Uh, yeah, Michael Swordfish, Man. One more man. Have we watched uh, Hackers? Hackers. Have, have you seen Hackers? I have not. I'm pretty sure Michael Mann put out a hacking movie, Black Hat. I think it was called. Maybe. Sorry, I missed if you'd seen Hackers. I, I have not. Well, we're going to watch Hackers then, because, yeah. like, okay, that's the hackiest movie. It's called Hackers. Yeah. I mean, same with Swordfish, because it's called Swordfish. You see tits in that movie. True. Um, uh, I remember that from when I was 13. A, fam- a famous pair of tits. Yeah. So, yeah, we might do that. We might, like... It doesn't have to, we don't have to make like a month out of it or anything, but just like, I think watching them near each other so we can really like talk about how good or terrible the concept of hacking is in a movie could be fun. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested in that. Oh, fuck. Have you guys seen The Net? I don't no, think what is so. That? I'm bringing We're rapidly that one. approaching a month. <laughs> I mean, two movies a month, so I'm, we had already gotten there. But I think I think Ivan meant like it doesn't have to be a themed month. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like it's not something we have to do all the time or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, once we get to a certain number of movies. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We've accidentally done that before. Like, we had like a themed Halloween on accident one time. We yep. did uh, animal movies like twice in a row or something like that. We also just like we did like a month of Roald Dahl unintentionally as well. Actually, mm, I think yeah, that, yeah. that was like three or four episodes in a row. Um, but yeah, so that's something to potentially look forward to or dread if you want listeners. Um, but until then we have ourselves a a question from the returning champion, the Admiral. Uh, they write, good day. We are terribly sorry for being MIA the last few weeks. Our crew was given orders to sortie, and due to the nature of our orders, we needed to ensure no unnecessary communications were sent. 
Also, Wi-Fi in the middle of the ocean is terrible. Your episode on war games was as delightful as ever and a welcome distraction upon returning to, to quarantine. However, we did have a question. If you were... If you were charged with stopping an AI from starting World War III using a game as a basis, which game would you choose, and how would it result in preventing destruction? As ever, we look forward to your response. Now we must go and listen to the backlog of content in order to be caught up. Regards, Admiral Sir uh, Joffrey Layton. Okay, I've been I've been thinking about this one. I think I got a pretty good one. I have an answer that I had thought up prior to this. So I am going to try to get. Uh, I'm going to pick like an indie tabletop RPG that I want to play, and I'm going to try to get the video game to play it with me. And it will constantly, like every single week, it'll come up with a reason uh, not to play or a or a schedule conflict, and uh, nuclear war will be averted. <laughs> That's similar to my thought on one of my two answers, actually. Um, I'm thinking either. Either risk because it'll just take way too long, and the, the and the computer will get bored, or a tabletop RPG, or a like legacy game because you have to play it to to conclusion over many weeks, and they're just like gonna be scheduling conflicts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was thinking, get it to play an MMO, and we would never see it again. Uh. I would get it to play the game of life. Uh, firstly, the board game, and then secondly, like the like the song from Mash, where it kills itself at the end. Suicide is painless. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know, uh, uh, the game of life is hard to play and all that. But first, the board game, <laughs> like the game of life. So it understands. Called life. <laughs> Um, my dad got that board game for, uh, he just had like knee surgery. So he's been home and he's been looking mm -hmm. for things to do. So we were playing that. Um, the updated version of that game sucks. <laughs> they took out a lot of things and, uh, it's really like, I, I mean, you know, the original one seems weird to today's standards but it's just like I don't know, it's basically Candyland now like you can't lose and there's uh no like you're rich and you're poor and you have a good house and you have a bad house it's like everyone of different incomes is equally valid <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like how changing the rules to Monopoly like undermines kind of the the like emotional point of Monopoly where like if you make it so that everybody gets to keep some money then you never get a monopoly. Yeah. The the point of the game of life is that life is all about money. I am not trying to uh, argue at all that like, oh, these snowflake millennials ruin our awesome games. Like all these games suck. It's just very funny to me that like they these are like staples of our childhood and they're they're uh they cannot exist anymore. <laughs> um so I ha I don't know if you guys ever played these, but do you remember when the cereal boxes came with computer games in them? Fuck, Fuck yeah. yes. 
Fuck yes. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about Monopoly on the PC or Jeopardy? Well, I'm talking about the Game of Life on the PC. Oh, okay. I didn't have that one. I did Where I played Monopoly. a shit ton of the Game of Life, and um, it has, like, bad FMV cutscenes for all the shit that happens in Hell the Game yeah. of Life. I actually still have those CDs. I should probably, like, rip them. I don't know if I have that one. I had Monopoly. I don't. I recently reacquired many CDs, but I don't think I got that one. That's where I got Roller Coaster Tycoon too, though. Yeah, yeah Roller Coaster Tycoon. Hot damn! We grew up in a paradise time. Yeah, can you imagine that shit now? No, they won't even give you like a code for a game you can fucking download now. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, I guess you could just give people codes, but, like, yeah, that would be crazy. I mean, I guess, like, pretty much the, the closest thing that is happening now is just, like, literally every anything you could buy has a skin for Fortnite. That's true. That's pretty much the closest That's thing. True. Worst timeline. <laughs> How did we get to here? I mean, if if you got a code to, like, make your avatar, like... Uh, the tricks rabbit or something might improve the quality of the game I feel like that is a one way road to getting made fun of for being poor forever <laughs> <laughs> like if you're 12 and you play Fortnite and you use the tricks rabbit skin like everyone's gonna know that the skin you use came in a cereal box yeah exactly. so, so like it is actually like the current problem in schools is people uh, kids aren't being bullied about what they wear it's what skin they use in Fortnite. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. William Gibson, did you hear that? Like guys, I don't know if you know this, but the future was yesterday and we missed it. Yeah, yeah no, we weren't paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Uh excellent to have you back, uh Admiral. Thank you for the question as always. It was a good one. We had some good Thank answers. Thank you for defending yeah. our shores. Yeah, and it led to some good uh extra conversation. Yeah, I'm just thinking if there's anything else more to say about War Games. It's considered a classic movie for a reason. Not much else to really say. I think I think we've covered it all. Weirdly poignant right now. I think we talked about that. Like Russia, terror, and cy- and like cyber threats and mm-hmm. well, like new new uh, new Cold War kind of emerging. I just love how it's a snapshot of uh, an era of computing that not a lot of people actually interacted with. Like, a lot of people think of early computing as, like, the 90s when the internet was young, but, like, the no, so few people used the version of that where you pick up the phone and put it onto the, like, physical thing. Yeah. Like, the actual receiver. It's just kind of a, a fun snapshot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think right now we're approaching more of a, f- a flu war, not a cold war. Mm. <laughs> Hot damn. More that deserved more laughter. Ivan. <laughs> Thank you. I think people are sad. Is what that reaction was. <laughs> Pandemic. Speaking of cold, the only person who delivers dialogue well is Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that's saying something. Yes. Like, we're, we've been poisoned. And he's like, no, she only loves me, not you. And he goes like, 
Are you listening to my words? <laughs> <laughs> it's very aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> like, in every- oh, that's in... a good word for it. <laughs> yes. Good decision. I don't want my money back. Plots that you have to come up with other plots to justify your plots, which themselves justify plots. A ice hockey game with a gigantic diamond. All caps. Holy fuck. Holy actual fuck. Half nasty plant, half snake. Yeah, no, I, I love it a lot. Oh, I want to dress like that every day. This movie oh. is woke. They're, they're Americans. <laughs> they don't need to know what they're culturally appropriating. They just need to be allowed to do it. It's rubber lips. Just skin. Just lips. Yeah. Skin yeah. too. She wants to kill you, dick. And it's just like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has advanced what's it fuck syndrome. Yeah. So she can't be cured by any number of convenient blue vials. My lungs! Yes! Oh, man. <laughs> My lungs are freezing! That's right, it's Batman and Robin. So please watch along, and when the episode comes out, send us any questions or comments you have to contact at downloadablezebras.com, or message us on Twitter at DLZebra, or search for Downloadable Zebras on Facebook. So yeah, uh, Batman and Robin, which took me a minute because that is not the first movie with Batman and Robin in it, so I had to check the naming. Uh, but for uh, listeners at home, we are rapidly approaching Arnie April. So starting starting off strong with everyone's favorite Batman movie. Yeah, I'm excited to watch this one. Yeah, uh, no one else here is on that episode, I don't believe. Oh no, Spencer, you were on that episode. Fake news. Yeah. I was on that episode. Um, yeah, so... Uh, this year there'll be two movies for Ernie April because that's how many weeks there are this time. We got a bonus one last year, but should be fun. Not much else to say. So, as always, you can find us all on downloadablesebras.com and a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description.